Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Football, energy drinks, beer, more football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Uh, Welcome to Bink at Night, Jay Binkley. As usual, Grant Nicholson. It's been Grant or uh, Cream Dog. What's up, man? Not a lot, man. How are you today? <laughs> you know, I was laughing at something you put out earlier. Or maybe it was you. I think it was you. Maybe, correct me if I'm wrong. But like a friend comes over, you say, let's go grab a beer sometime. Was that you? Yeah, that was me. Yeah. yeah. You never see him again. You're right. Yeah. I don't know how many people. I've been to uh, class reunions, you know, your 20 years or whatever. And well, you don't know that yet. You will at some point. We say, yeah, let's go grab a beer. You never do. <laughs> Like well, it was never... a co-worker's last day today, and he's like, hey, man, don't be a stranger. Let's grab a beer sometime. That's always the key, And man. we were both kind of like, oh. Let's that's re- re- replace. Let's go uh, um, grab a beer is replaced. Um, come by any time. Those kind of things in the days where people say, come by any time, because no one's ever going to do that. Let's grab a beer. I'll text you. I'll tweet you. Next time is a personal favorite. It's What's always the, next time? This weather's good, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to love the weather, huh? Anyway, got a lot of fun tonight and some not so fun. It's kind of a combination of both. I do like the positive side of sports, but unfortunately, there's the other at times. I've got Jake Eisenberg, the voice of the Omaha Storm Chasers, the Red Hot Storm Chasers. Rhino Hearns coming up. He's had a resurgence in Omaha. You know why? Because Mondesi, it looks like, it's going to the IEL, according to Dayton Moore. Bring you that news, that disappointing news, in just a minute. Dayton Moore uh, was at the uh, CU and the Major Leagues Foundation. Talked to people there, including Bob Fesco. And I've got the audio of that. Did the post game for Vern yesterday. And that was disappointing about Mondesi. Almost knew kind of when he came with the bat in the sixth inning. He was grabbing his shirt and he was twisting his body. Even told Kramer. Because he had a he, he he had a strike, then he fouled one off, and then he took that that uh, that pitch looking, and I was like, There's something wrong with the dude, man. Then they had pulling him, so I was hoping for the worst. Going to talk about the uh, name, image, image, and likeness that's coming to different states, including it sitting on the governor's desk in the state of Missouri. It looks like he's probably going to sign it here at some point, which really puts Kansas 
behind the eight ball because Kansas does not have one of these rules yet, which hey, you better get on to it because the Supreme Court 9-0 today said that uh, you could do it as long as it's regarding education at this point. They, the Supreme Court didn't say free for all, you can pay whatever you want. I think that's what a lot of people were interpreting, but we're getting there. We're getting there. We'll get to that in just a second. But the one thing I always hate doing is the time between when mandatory minicamp ends and training camp, you got to stay cool, man. And I don't mean temperature-wise. you got to stay out of trouble. Frank Clark, uh, of course, you heard. Frank Clark arrested in L.A. for illegal firearm possession. Now, you know, a lot of people freaking out about it or whatever. It is an Uzi. At least that's what it says. Here's the thing. There's worse things that he could have done. This isn't a great thing, but I'm just saying, right? It wasn't like a DUI. It wasn't one of those. It was an illegal firearm that they saw in his bag. Now, there's different kinds of Uzis. There's automatics that are legal in the non, well, in California they might be. I don't know the California laws. But if you have the proper paperwork, you probably have it. Could it be watered down like a 9mm Uzi, a semi-automatic? But it, we, that part we don't know. Like that part we don't know. Um, it's unfortunate. He's got to know the laws. I mean, you, you got to be careful of the laws. You are a target. Whether you're a target from for people, then when you got some cash when you're in a Lambo SUV. To be honest with you, Grant, I didn't even know Lamborghini sold an SUV. I just learned that today um, when I was listening to Carrington. You could buy a Lamborghini. But you're high profile and you set yourself up more for, well, what do you get in that car? I mean, you get yourself set up for certain things. But he shouldn't have had it. Again, you got to know the laws. You got to know the rules. Um, he didn't. He got busted with legal firearm. I hate this stuff, man, Grant. I hate this because this is what coaches hate. This is what, when, you, when you say goodbye to him in minicamp, you don't want any of this stuff. You don't want TMZ getting a hold of anything that you did. And then people sniffing around what you did. Just stay out of trouble. Your business is the game of football. You paid a lot of money for it. I get it, man. Maybe you have other interests. That's fine. Go do your other interests, but do it within the law. It's very simple. Very simple standards we have. You got to stay away from this stuff, Frank. I don't know if people are pissed. Again, I'm not going to jump to conclusions. I haven't seen uh, the actual reports yet or what, what happened or what he did. But regardless... You got to know the laws, even gun laws, whether you have one or not. Am I going to tell you I've never driven around with one? Uh, no, it's true. I have. Uh, not an Uzi. Uh, it's illegal. What I've, what I've driven around with has been 100% uh, legal because there's you know steps you do take to make sure it's legal when you have one in your possession. You obey the laws. You do that. And no, I don't have an Uzi I'm rolling around with. But again, what kind of Uzi it was? I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of interested in that because it does make a difference just for the legality reasons probably yeah a little bit yeah illegal or legal firearm probably illegal in that state though again i don't know california's uh gun laws very much at this point i know in some states you can't bring them in i know that some states conceal and carry you can carry them to, into other states without a problem missouri's open carry you can do whatever you want kansas same way but certain guns you can't have, and I get that. And Frank Clark did not get that. But these guys, you know, athletes do carry guns. You know, it's one of those things. They are targeted individuals because of the money they have, the car they're driving, clothes they wear, the jewelry that they have. You become targets. But as I was talking to you earlier, you got to have 
Maybe have somebody with you, man. <laughs> Maybe somebody have somebody with hire like Carrington said, hire a bodyguard, man. You got that kind of cash, and you're worried about a situation. Hire someone that's got it all legal, everything else. Go in your car. You got the money to do this. You can have somebody sit in there that's got all the paperwork and make it 100% legal. But a lot of times we just don't think. It's unfortunate because this team is so focused. This team is so driven. I hope this is it. Like, I hope this is it. You know, people are talking about two-game suspension or four games. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't like an illegal narcotic. I get it was a legal gun. That's okay. But, like, nobody was harmed in this situation at this point. So I don't know how it's going to be viewed, to be honest with you. It's going to be, I don't know. To sit here and say or pretend that you know how it's going to be handled, I don't know. When some of these things with, like, suspensions and, like, punishments and things, sometimes they happen pretty quickly, but sometimes they can really drag on, and especially if the legal case takes forever. I mean, we may not even know. Uh, This is why you get a good lawyer. You get a good lawyer, that's what you, what you do. So, um, I don't know. Um, fully automatic versus semi-automatic. Yes, they do make those. Someone here said, no, you watered down 9mm. Listen, there's a big difference between a 9mm and a fully automatic Uzi. Trust me. So, don't sit here and say I don't know what I'm talking about, because I do. I own a Glock 19. So, don't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about, because I shoot a Glock 9mm. So regardless, let's hope Frank Clark gets this situation under control. Because you ain't seeing this. That's the number one thing. When you when you see something flash across your screen, just get it taken care of. I know Frank Clark, there's a lot of you know views on Frank Clark and his his position with the Chiefs. I feel certainly you're not getting the production you, you want for Frank Clark, but you need production for Frank Clark. And hopefully by bringing in Jared and Reed, that was going to give you production from Frank Clark. You know, I hope they can figure this out. It's unfortunate because of how focused this team is, how driven this team is. You just want to stay uh, within the legal limits. Go to Gino in Overland Park. What's up, Gino? Well, here we go again. Um, here's here's my take on this, and I think you'll disagree. But um, I would I would ask this question, and can we cut this guy? Uh, do we have the ability? to get out of his contract. And before you you reject that out of hand, I would say this. I think pro football focus had him as like the 53rd out of 75 most productive defensive ends last year. If you get right down to it, he has not been a good football player for two years. Two years ago, he was good in the playoffs. Last year, he was not. Two of his sacks in the playoffs were in slop time. He was terrible last year, all year, all year. He's not a productive football player. Maybe he will be again, but the likelihood is that he will not. We're paying him $26.5 million. We could use the money better elsewhere. The guy is failing, and I would like to see them cut him if they have a clause to cut him. now. If there's again, a reason. You re- What's that? Yeah, I, 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 I have to look at the contract. You, know, you have to look at the contract. Is there a reason? Is this probable cause? Is this one of the things that – that they can back away from. I mean, there's so many different variables with this issue. I mean, yeah, the only thing I've I seen think- is the TMZ report. I think the star's been on it, but you know, I'm, I'm not going to base contract negotiations from a TMZ report. Yeah. I, I guess what I would say to the people listening is before they jump to conclusions, I know, cause I, I have felt that way in the past. I know that there's a way that we want to think about who he is and what he is to the team. 
And what I would say is he is not really that. He is an underperforming, unproductive, expensive football player. If we woke up tomorrow and he was not on the team and we were not on the hook for his salary. That's I the key, the salary, football. being on the hook for the salary. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you want him to play if you because you don't want the dead money. Like that does right, you no good. Frank Clark is much better than that. Than having dead money on your, your your salary cap, right. you know what I'm saying? If, if, if we had to eat the contract, I want him on the team. But if if we could get him out for a morals clause or something, I'd rather have him gone and not have to pay him. Now there's a chance he'll have a good year, but my, he was terrible last year. He just was. He did not perform. He did not perform in the playoffs either. Whatever sacks he had, most most of that was in flop time. Regular season playoffs. This guy is a non performing football player he is the highest paid player in the nfl that is not a quarterback oh and hey, this hey man for, here's the deal man out. here's the deal yeah. if they he was i listen he was needed on the super bowl run he stepped up in a big way he really did you know and on that flight playoffs. to new england you know he had that injury and he sucked it up and he played hurt i appreciated that i also know that when he was with frank or jaron reed in um, in 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 uh, Seattle was a much different yeah. player. When those two teamed up, he can be very very serviceable. He really can. Yeah. That's the one thing about him. He can be a very serviceable player. But again, I'd rather have him playing and get whatever production you can get, six or seven sacks, than have just dead money and nobody. Yeah, yeah. It certainly, if it comes to the dead money, and he'll probably be on the team, and we'll probably pay him, and maybe he'll have a good year. I, I don't know. but And the other thing is, as far as an Uzi, an Uzi cannot help you if you're trying to defend yourself whatsoever. I mean, you need a handgun to defend yourself. An Uzi is if you want to offensively try to kill a lot of people in a short period of time. If you want to go out hunting people and mow down 12 people using two hands on the gun, Uzi is the most useless uh, uh, a weapon. Well, I mean, ever, imagine, I, 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 you're trying to murder a bunch. No, of I, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and talk about the usefulness of an Uzi in situations. That doesn't matter. You know, the, the fact that he can't have this—that's what matters. And the fact that it was Frank Clark. I don't want to talk about if the Uzi, what more effectiveness it is. It. No, I mean, I don't choose to have one, but you know, I'm not going to say that I'm against having them either. It's an issue I'm just going to stay away from. Just read the facts. Frank Clark did something for the team that he shouldn't have done. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line, Frank Clark. Coming up next, though, we do want to talk about Adalberto Montesi. Another unfortunate situation developed yesterday at Kauffman Stadium. What's the latest on him next? Bing at night. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Frank Clark with Jaron Reed. Combined for 114 pressures, 64 hurries, 51 quarterback hits, 23 and a half sacks. When he was last in Seattle with Jaron Reed. That's a production I hope I'd see. I don't know what's going to happen to Frank Clark. Chiefs uh, not issuing a comment, so have to wait it out. According to the Kansas City Star, though, he uh, he was released about 2.30 p.m. Pacific time. A nice, cool $35,000 bond. Big T and Shawnee, what's up? Wow, wow, wow. So that what you just mentioned there, Bink, those stats, that's what I was looking forward to. You know, we got his teammate back from Seattle, now back with with Frank. And man, I was I was like, wow, this is going to be awesome. Uh, he's been making up excuses, this, this, and that. Well, we got you somebody, and this is how you return the favor. But well, you can't stay out of trouble. Does anybody know why you even got pulled over in the first place? That's none of my business. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Just a regular. I mean, that the, the part is like he. I mean. No, I was going to say it could be worse. Yes, it could be. It always could yeah, be yeah. worse. But... I mean, you know, I mean, my dad used to say, boy, don't be out looking for trouble because trouble will find you. And he meant be home. You know, don't don't be tooling around. That's true. Don't be doing stupid stuff, son. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I hope it all turns out. An Uzi, I don't get it. I own my dad's shotgun because it was handed down when he died. Other than that, only guns I've ever owned in my life are my left and my right hand, but to each is their own. Let's move on from this. Hopefully he, 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 he learns from this, maybe. I don't know if he's going to be on our team. Who knows? He's just let our whole city down. He let our team down, and it's on his shoulders now, and I want him to know that. Grow up, Frank. Come on, man. We need you. Yeah. So move on from him. I want to talk about Alberto Mondesi. Um, yeah. It's, it's God, Bank. It's just so tough, and I've talked to – to Vern about this before, and I don't know what anybody else is thinking, but I know that guy, you know, he's, if you, you see him, he looks in really, really good shape. He's chiseled. People say, he doesn't work out enough. He's not strong. That's not it. He, he does stuff with his body. Look at Fernando Tatis. He went down on diving for that ball. His shoulder went out. Put it this way, Big T. I don't know anybody with that speed that can hit a 464-foot bomb like he did. No, no, those guys are phenomenal athletes. But what I'm trying to get to, and what I've talked to Vern about this before, he's a switch hitter. If he keeps having, having problems with his side or something, I don't know if that's the issue again. Maybe he just needs to learn how to hit on one side and take that pressure off of him and just go with your dominant side. It seems like that's screwing him up. A lot of players are more dangerous. I get it with all those tools. But sometimes if they, just go with what works. Just go with something simple. That's Which unfortunate is, because that's, I mean, that's a moneymaker, man. It is. It is a moneymaker. But, man, what, what would you rather have, a moneymaker or, or somebody who's going to be healthy and not hurt all the time because of that issue? And I'm not saying that's the problem because he's a switch hitter, but it seems to me that's shouting. Man, I was nervous about it yesterday. I don't know when it happened. I got a little nervous when he took that single and made it a double. That's a heck of an aggressive play. I like that. But, you know, he didn't slide. You know, he decided to go the other way and keep standing up. And then it's okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? Then he doubled again later. Yeah. But then that sixth inning – when he walked to the plate, he had a ball, strike swinging, 
fouled it off. But if you watched kind of the mannerisms, I mean, he was adjusting his shirt a little bit. And he was kind of twisting yeah. a little bit. I looked at Kramer and I said, I don't know if that's 100% right, man. I don't know if he's 100% right. I mean, he's just shaking it off because I see other players, you know, kind of do that. I was just hoping for the best. I love watching this kid play. It's just so, and you know, he's, you know, he, he's down about this. He's, he's, he's 100% down about this, guaranteed. But as, as a guy like that understands his value to this lineup, man, is it a kick. It is, man. It, it really did with the tent, Ben Attendee hurt and then the Solaire issue and Dozier trying to get hot. Three hits for him, that young man yesterday. What a way to go. We need you. Uh, but you're right, Bink. We need this guy. And maybe Locaine had this issue, but not quite as bad. But I'm just starting to freak out. Is this guy ever, ever, ever going to be healthy enough to stay on the field to be productive enough to help us in the future and in the long run? But I don't know about anybody else. I grew up uh, uh, Yankees breaking my heart being back in the uh, mid seventies and late seventies, breaking my heart. And if there's no team out there that I want the Royals to beat worse than the Yankees, I loathe them. Let's go out and beat some Yankees. And as always, let's go Royals. There we go. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. The Royals at the Yankees. Royals actually on a 10 game road trip, by the way, 14 of the next 20 on the road. They're on the road, 14, 20 games. They have the twins and the reds sprinkled in at Coffin Stadium, but the next 10 straight on the road. Really weird scheduling quirk, too. They're in New York, then they got to go to Arlington, and then back to Boston. There's like no days off, right? Usually it's New York, Boston. You know, what was the schedule maker thinking, man? What were they, you know, New York, Texas, then back to Boston? Come on, man. That's not giving the Royals any kind of break. What am I talking about? Anyway, Alberto Mondesi going back on the IAL was pulled. There was a lot of speculation. Are they, you know, giving him some rest? Is the Royals lead comfortable at 7 to 2? Uh, does Mike Matheny feel good about that? They had given him the day off the, the day before. He's being cautious with Mondi. That is what you hope, but that is not what we got. Here was uh, Dayton Moore today at the CU in the Major Leagues event. Bob Fesco was there. I mean, unfortunately, it looks like we're going to have to put him on the IL again. Uh, it's, this time it's a, it's a left oblique. I mean, he's, he's just devastated. And, um, you know, we just feel so bad for him. We're obviously a, a much different team. When he's on the field, uh, and to replace him, we're going to call up Ryan O'Hearn. So, is this a different oblique than the other one? Yeah, it's the other side. Yeah. You guys have been dealing with him with a lot of little injuries for a long time. Is this bad luck? Is he just not in the right shape? No, no he's in great shape. I mean, you know, our performance science people, our medical team, uh, all the great folks at, at University of Kansas Health Systems, everybody, Doc Key. Doc Nolan, I mean, everybody has had hands-on, you know, with, with Mondi, and it's just uh, it's just one of those deals. I mean, he'll, he'll get through it eventually. It's just um, you know, he's had a lot of setbacks, you know, with his, uh, with his body. You know, the Twins deal a lot with this with Byron Buxton, who was on MVP pace earlier this year. They was hurt again. He missed six games back when the Royals played him on April 30th. Then he got hurt again. He's played the last couple nights. He's even homered. Like Byron Buxton leading for an all-star vote, too. It's like they've had that issue with certain players, but do I think Modesty could be in that conversation with Acuna and Tatis? Probably what he wants. He saw the pronounced baffle. He comes back, hits one 445, then hits one 464. Sorry, you just don't see guys with that kind of speed or guys that can stretch singles in the doubles, but yet sit there and be able to park one in the rivals. That just doesn't happen. Dude is in incredible shape. It's just a series of unfortunate Fortune events. It sucks. I've always been on the Modesty bandwagon, but man, this guy's got to play. I mean, you got to play. It's just a serious, it's a, it's, it, 
Like, I feel bad for the kid, man. Like, I feel bad for Adalberto Montesi, just like I did with Kyle Zimmer. With all his potential, then Zimmer kind of get things going again. Yeah, and he feels good, and he's he's been dependable and stuff. But man, I feel bad for that kid. Uh, Caleb and KC, real quick, what's up, brother? Hey, man, I know it's a delicate situation or whatever with Frank Clark, but man, I just wanted to see what your point of view is. Like when it comes to the whole gun situation with him, uh, you know, I understand that he's you know famous and all that, and he's got to protect himself and everything like that. But when it comes to you know, him having, uh, you know, the gun in the back seat or whatever and uh, or whatever. If, if he thinks that he needs to protect himself, that's one thing. But, I mean, why wouldn't he, you know, do uh, have a gun that's registered, that's legal or anything like that? Like, why would he Yeah, because that? I think, I like, Uzis and ARs and stuff like that are legal in that state. Um, oh, and, and not in other states. But there is, I, again, I had to look at the gun, lose what you can have and what you can't. But, yeah. He well, should have had a, you know, a legal gun there. I understand that, you know, you can't have automatics and stuff like that. Like, that's illegal. I understand that. But for it to be this kind of, like, you know, this, this, I feel like if, you, if you're going to have, if you're going to have that kind of power on you or, you know, weapon on you, you should, you know, it, you, you should at least have it legalized or so. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have to worry about anything like that to jeopardize your life, your family. You know, you're, you're taken away from... The, the, you're taking away from you know the, the table uh, or the food from your plate and uh, and your family's plate. So I just wanted to see what you you know thought about when it came to you know that gun regulation uh, and 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 what you think that maybe the NFL might do in regards to suspension. Or you know what I you know what I don't have any idea with this in California. It's weird, man. Like like you can I guess. Own a gun, it's tough. It's one of the most restrictive states. You're talking California, New York, New Jersey. I mean, there's certain states that are just more restrictive than others. You just have to know what state permits which rules or which laws or what state you can't bring your concealed carry into. I mean, there's certain states like that'll let you and some that won't. He's got to kind of know uh, know the rules. Take a timeout. Stay on hold if you're on hold because I'm going to go talk to Jake Eisenberg. He's the voice of the Omaha Storm Chasers. Get the lowdown on Rhino Hearn, who's really resurrected himself in Omaha. Is it for real, or is it 4A-type numbers? What's going on with the explosion in minor league baseball? Storm Chasers, you know, they come in rolling with the best record in minor league baseball. How good are they? Talk to Jason, Jake Eisenberg next. Bing at night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Big and Night, Jay Bankley, Grant Nicholson. Been talking Mondi, Frank Clark. Now it's time to talk something really positive. It's the Omaha Storm Chasers. It's a couple hours uh, north of Kansas City. Jake Eisenberg, the voice of the Omaha Storm Chasers, joins us now. What's up, Jake? Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, we're doing good, my man. Doing good. Looks like uh, Ryan O'Hearn is on his way back to Kansas City with uh, Adalberto Mondesi, unfortunately going back on the I.L., yeah, I got, got that news this morning, and that's that's devastating for Mondi. But Ryan O'Hearn, it means another shot in the big leagues. And if he produces at any rate like the way that he was producing with the Storm Chasers over the last couple of weeks, well, the Royals are in for a power surge, that's for sure. He's been incredible. He's hitting 375, 12 home runs, 25 ribs, uh, and an incredible slug at 931. I mean, the guy is just killing it. But the bottom line is, and we've seen this before, like, if the Royals were to sit down like Jorge Soler, he'd probably play pretty well, right? He'd be knocking the ball over the fence. I mean, after all, you know, Cities Escobar sitting there with five home runs. What I could ask you, Jake, is do you see any inflated numbers in the minor leagues this year? Because you hear from people in the know, front office, and they, they talk about, you know, with, with, the, with you know, the consolidation of minor league play, maybe guys are playing at different levels. What I'm asking you is, have you noticed anything different? You know, I don't think so. And, and I think that, in fact, I would say it's the opposite that, you know, really? especially on the offensive side that, you know, these are guys that haven't necessarily seen live pitching in real games for over a year. There are still plenty yeah. of guys who are getting their feet and their legs under them and trying to figure out their timing. We saw that with Alcides Escobar when he joined the Chasers. He started two for 23, then he found his timing, and he's been hitting over 400 since. And, yes, that's the same, you know, for pitchers. They haven't necessarily faced live hitting, so it, it kind of balances itself out. So I don't know that we're seeing any inflated numbers from 2019, uh, certainly at the AAA level, and that's really all I can speak to. I think we're seeing what guys are able to do with the pitches that they're seeing. And in Ryan O'Hearn's case, it seems like every ball he's squaring up, at least here, was somehow an extra base hit, whether it was going into a gap or going over the fence. Yeah, there's several guys that are really interesting to me. Omaha, at this point, they still have the best record. They're over 700 winning percentage. So I know that they're better than the, the Texas League and they're better than the other PCL League. Is that currently still the best in all of minor league baseball? So the Omaha Storm Chasers right now have the most wins in all of minor league baseball. They are technically the second best record in minor league baseball behind Scranton. That's the Yankees AAA affiliate. Okay. Uh, Scranton's, got, Scranton's got one less win and one less loss. So it's basically the same, but by winning percentage, Scranton has yeah. a little edge there, but... Uh, I think if you ask people, they'll tell you that the Storm Chasers are the best team in minor league baseball right now. Well, it's incredible. Over a 700 winning percentage for the Omaha Storm Chasers. Always good when, when, the, when the farm systems are good. But a lot of guys 
are just really crushing the ball up there. We're talking four different guys with double-digit home runs. Gabriel Cancel, that's kind of someone to pay, pay attention to. You know, Emmanuel Rivera, here's a guy that's hitting over 303 at this point. Emmanuel Rivera, Gabriel Cancel, guys that you could see in Kansas City at some point. You know, look, Bubba Starling in only 17 games has seven home runs. But, again, we've been waiting on Bubba forever, man. Does Bubba look good? Bubba, Bubba looks great. And you mentioned Emmanuel Rivera. You know, I think he might be the hottest hitter that nobody's talking about right now. Agreed. He went 12 for 23 this past week. He had over 500 with five home runs in six games. And he leads the league with 37 RBIs in 38 games. He's been batting third consistently in this Storm Chasers lineup that has been the best in the league all season. So he's the guy that's been in the middle of the order, and it doesn't seem like anybody's talking about him, but he deserves the shine, man. Emmanuel Rivera's been awesome, and, and Bubba Starling's been great, too. Up and down the lineup, everybody's been producing, and it makes for some fun broadcast. Yeah, Emmanuel Rivera, a former 19th-round pick for the Kansas City Royals, just quietly doing his thing, hitting over 300 and, and performing well. And we see the guys sprinkled in from Kansas City. Obviously, Alcides Escobar having a good season. Here's a guy that's, what, 90 games shy of, of getting that MLB uh, pension, which you want to see him get because of what he's done. But how is he acclimated to play in Omaha? Because he's a guy that, uh, you know, obviously a former ALCS MVP, wears a World Series ring, durable as hell. We haven't seen that kind of durability. Obviously, Whit Merrifield's chasing his durability streak. But a guy that just loves playing the game of baseball, and he's back at Omaha, and he's playing well. Yeah, and he's got a huge smile on his face every single day. And like I said, he got off to a slow start. He was 2 for 23 through the first week and a half, two weeks with the Storm Chasers. But he also hadn't seen live affiliated pitching in over a couple of years because he spent the 2020 season in Japan. And once he got his timing down, you know, it's been a surge. He went 4 for 4 on May 26th, and since then is batting pretty much – 400. He's now hitting 302. Then he's got five home runs. His career high at any level is 10. And Alcides Escobar's just been swinging bat really well. And, you know, he's been doing the things with the glove that, that you expect from Essie. There have been some sensational plays at shortstop, second base. He's even played third base for a game. So he's been all over the field. He's been producing well. He's doing it all with a smile. And I think the younger players in the Storm Chasers clubhouse, like Gabriel Cancel and Emmanuel Rivera, who are playing on the infield with him, are really learning a lot being around Alcides Escobar. So he brings back to the table, too, kind of a veteran presence and a lot of wisdom from his time with Kansas City. When he had that consecutive game streak when he's playing with the Royals, he knew the, the writing was going to be on the wall, you know, with Adalberto Mondesi. But he, I've never seen a guy take it in stride as, as much as he did, you know, willing to play third base, willing to even go to the outfield. I mean, I've rarely seen a guy that just loves, I mean, Salvador Perez comes to mind, guys, Whit Merrifield, guys just love playing the game. But Alcides Escobar is one of those guys. I know he's one of Ned Yo's favorites and everything. But that that's, I mean, I respect, respect him wanting to play the game every single day. Oh, for sure. And like I said, you know, he's got a smile on his face every day. It was actually pretty cool. Uh, I think a couple of weeks ago now, Ned Yost was in Omaha to watch the Storm Chasers yeah. play. So we got to see Alcides Escobar play, and he said that you know, it looked, like, looked the same as he did when he was winning the World Series with the Royals in 2015. Same guy, having a blast. And those guys go back to their days with the Milwaukee Brewers organization. So they've known each other a really, really long time. And, yeah, he's just having fun and doing what he can to help the Storm Chasers team win and help these guys improve the best he can. I mean, there was no rhyme or reason for him to be leading off when he took the Royals. They, like, analytics would have said no, but it just worked, right? 
it just it just worked. Yeah, yeah. It's just and, one and of those things. Sometimes. Yeah. The, numbers, the numbers can tell you so yeah. many things, and sometimes you just use your eyes or use your feel or use your gut, and, and it works out just the way you want it to. 100%. Another guy I want to ask you about is Edward Olivares. I, you know, I feel he's been back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, this guy needs to get a helicopter. He goes back and forth so much, but... Man, I saw that diving play made in the outfield. We've certainly seen him in Kansas City. He's come up here. He's performed, you know, decent, but up there he's hitting 370. Oh, yeah. No, he's been one of the best players in this league when he's been playing with the Omaha Storm Chasers. And I think the shame of it for Edward Olivares right now is that he's just kind of falling victim to a bit of a numbers game with the Royals really needing pitching. And that's the case, and that's going to be the case, you know, when you've got this long stretch of games. And, you know, while the Royals, you know, have some outfielders that are getting a lot of playing time, Edward Olivares might end up back and forth, but uh, he certainly deserves a long look up there, and he's proven it at this level. Yeah, he's one of those guys. I want to ask you about another guy, too, real quick, Jake. Uh, talking to Jake Eisenberg, the voice of the Omaha Storm Chasers. Kyle Isbell, and it's been – this is a guy that uh, reminds you of Alex Gordon with some of his circus catches he makes, you know, spring training, made the Royals club coming out of spring training. They sent him down to Omaha – He's hitting 231 at this point. What do you think the biggest issue with this book? Because I thought he would be a guy that would be knocking on the door all year. You know, and I think one of the things that we have to do as people who watch these players, especially at the minor league level, and try and evaluate their performance is try and take a step back a little bit and realize that a guy like Kyle Isbell never played at the AAA level before this season. Mm-hmm. You know, same goes for Jackson Coar and Daniel Lynch, two guys that have been in the big leagues and have had their struggles. This is their first time playing at this level of baseball. So, you know, there's an adjustment period there that might not exist for a guy like Ryan O'Hearn or Ryan McBroom or Edward Olivares, who have been at this level before. So I think what we're seeing with Kyle Isbell is just an adjustment to this level. The at-bats are still really competitive. He's still taking good swings and a good approach, and he's taking his walks when he's getting pitches. The defense has been great. He robbed a home run from Trace Thompson a couple of weeks ago at Warner Park. So I think we're going to start to see, you know, as he finds his timing and footing at this level, those numbers start to improve. How about Daniel Lynch? What's he shown you since he's been back there? I think we'll see him at KC soon. Yeah, he's shown that he's working on the things that the Kansas City Royals want him to be working on. He's been, he's been pitching from the stretch exclusively. That's kind of been helping him, you know, kind of um, streamline some of the mechanics and help his delivery become a little bit more repeatable. And when we've seen that, you know, the strikeouts haven't been necessarily at that sky-high level that you might expect the last few starts, but he's navigated through games really, really well. Uh, a couple of starts to go, five and two-thirds, a one-run ball. That was one of his better starts this season with the Omaha Storm Chasers. But again, like I said, this is Daniel Lynch's first season at this level of baseball. And one of the things that he said was that, you know, he's getting experience facing guys at this level that have daily experience, you know, and facing guys on the Iowa Cubs or the St. Paul Saints. There are some veteran hitters that are in these lineups around AAA East, guys that have played significant time in the big leagues. And so the, the margins between the AAA East lineups right now and the big league lineups aren't necessarily as wide as they might seem. And so even though Daniel Lynch is here, he's getting valuable experience against some really high-caliber offense and guys that necessarily are going to have you know similar approaches to the guys you might see playing the Detroit Tigers or the Cleveland Indians or what have you. Well, it's going to be a fun year for you, Jake. Not only is Omaha – destroying the baseball, but you're going to see guys probably like Nick Prado and Bobby Witt Jr. and others come to Omaha, and that's going to be a ton of fun. Oh, yeah. Storm Chasers are 29-12. and 12. It's one of the best records in minor league baseball. 
83 home runs, leads all of minor <laughs> league baseball, and there leads also like 10 or 12 major league teams yeah. too. So come on up to Warner Park, watch them on Storm Chasers. It's been a blast. Yeah, and six-game series, because I was talking to Nick Batters about it this week, in the six-game series instead of the shorter series, it's six games with each team now, so got to get used to that. Yeah, we've got we've got a seven game series coming up. There's a double header on Wednesday against the Iowa Cubs. So there you go. We'll see uh, seven games in six days this week over in Des Moines. Then six games up in St. Paul. Then the Chasers are back at Warner Park on July 6th against Toledo. Jake, you're the best. I've talked to some people. We're uh, when when I know that we had a group that went down the Northwest Arkansas to see Bobby Witt play, and they had like 50 people show up. It was a lot of people, you know, especially. Uh, considering, uh, you know, we did drive on their own, just get down there. But uh, I'm a big fan of craft beer, and I know Omaha is loaded uh, with breweries. And to say that I wouldn't like to go, I've been up to that stadium before, absolutely love it. But to say I wouldn't be curious to see a Prado or Bobby Witt Jr. in person, I'd be lying. Yeah, I, look, I don't know what the timeline is nope. on that, but but we're happy to have It'll you happen. It will happen, Jake, and you'll be able to call <laughs> games. I look forward to seeing your tweets of Bobby Witt 450 <laughs> foot shots, man. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Excited whenever it comes. That's for sure. Jake, you're the best. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Take care. Take care. Jake Eisenberg, the voice of the North, or not Northwest, the Omaha Storm Chasers. These kids are killing it, man. They've got over a 700 winning percentage. Eskies hit over 300. I just want to know if these numbers real or false because we're going to see Ryan O'Hearn again. I talked to somebody Sunday that won, you know, you know got to do something with Solaire. Bring up O'Hearn. Well, See what he can do, man. Again, my only fear is if you put a guy like Jorge Soler in that lineup at Omaha, you know, within a week he'd have like five home runs. You know what I mean? I mean, he would kill it. So you got to be careful this pandemic set everybody back, man. It did. Hitters, pitchers, everybody, minor league seeing it, and some expect, you know, guys getting acclimated, getting ready. Like Daniel Lynch needed to see real competition, saw what happened when he got a hold of some real competition when he got here in KC. 913-576-7610 is the phone number. Talk to Ron Coppeter, who had pride about those Kansas City Chiefs coming up at 730. But coming up next, things that might change in college athletics. Supreme Court said could be wide open. We'll talk about it next. Big at night. Welcome back to Big at Night, Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. By the way, Grant, did you see uh well actually you and I did mention it briefly. I don't know if you're enamored with the Olympic trials. They're a lot of fun. Like, I've watched a little bit. I've never been a swimmer, but I like watching the swimming. I like having Michael Phelps on the broadcast. It's kind of cool. I went up and watched the trials one year, yeah, 2008. Up, up in Omaha. Yeah. Then the uh, the track and field, that's been fun. Did you see that shot put record the other day? Is yeah, that was gnarly. It was almost out of the, the ring. I don't know what they call it, but... Like he, he threw launched it. that Like, thing. eventually, they're going to have to extend that thing. Mm-hmm. Because he damn near hit that concrete at the end of it. It was almost out of that thing. I don't know what they're going to do then. But that's fun to watch. I'm glad they're doing the Olympics this year because a lot of these guys, you know, like they're 35 years old, they won't do it again. You know, this is it. This is it for them. Um, they'll be able to compete. I guess uh, Japan said the fans could go at 50% capacity. They won't, they won't let any international visitors go. So you and I, if you, we had free Olympic tickets, we couldn't go watch. But, but here's the caveat. You and I, can't, they can't cheer. Like, fans can go, but they can't cheer. You know how difficult? 
You know that would be not to be able to cheer for your country. You gotta do like the silent the hands. You gotta I, do the I, hand cheering applause. Whatever. I mean, how long would you be able to sit there without getting kicked out? Cause you'd be cheering. For, like imagine these Olympics are all about cheering. What are the rules? Do you get like one heckle in and then you're I out? Don't know, and you're man. cut off. It's probably pretty expensive at 50% capacity. You gotta think the tickets are going. But can you imagine not being able to cheer like you're at the Olympics and Michael Phelps about to win another one back back in the day? But you're cheering for the your. People go crazy with their country, you know? They want to see them win. Imagine saying like a world record or something, and it's just silence. Yeah, you can't, you can't cheer. I'm just glad they're doing the games. Yeah, yeah. You know, with fans, without, I just let these kids do their thing, man. And some of them aren't kids. A lot of them are. Let's go to Caleb from Clarkville. What's up, Caleb? What's up, man? Uh, man, I just had a question. I don't know if you answered this or not or whatever, man. I just hopped back in the car. Uh, I had a question with the Royals, with the Yankees, man. I'm a Yankee. Uh, I live, you know, of course, I live in KCK. My wife is a, a royal, so of course we go back and forth. But Caleb, how in the hell did you become a Yankees fan, man? Dope, man. Like I was, I was a Hickey Matsui fan growing up. Okay, you know? I, I was so gonna say, that, you, that, okay, Bernie Williams. Okay, I met him when I was little, so that's why. Well, I like Bernie. But I love, I love, I love the Royals, of course. But I want to know, like, and this is going against my team, but I want to know what do you think that the Royals need to do? To beat the Yankees, you know, saying like they got the hot spread against the you know Red Sox and was able to beat them. And you know, I hate the uh, of course I hate the Red Sox, but I want to know what you think that the Royals need to be able to beat the Yankees. You know what? I don't know. I'm looking forward to this. What Brady Singer and Garrett Cole uh, tomorrow in the Bronx? He, baseball's so weird, man. And Denny Matthews joins uh, uh, Carrington at three o'clock every Monday. And still, I go back to something he said a couple years ago when he said, "Expect the unexpected." Like Martin Perez, he was good the other day. Wasn't supposed to be that way. Like yesterday, like Mike Miner had struggled at the K. Nathan Evaldi was four and with the two three net or two four two. His last four games on the, his last four starts on the road. That pitcher yesterday for the Red Sox was four and And Miner had struggled. His ERA was near five at home. And he's much better on the road. But the baseball gods combined, and they, you know they let the Royals blow out the Red Sox. This the Red Sox. Yesterday, we're in first place, like you know, because they passed the Rays uh, with that win on Saturday. And the Rays are without Tyler Glass now. So a division now becomes up for grabs without him. But Boston's still a half game over Tampa. But it is the third leading scoring team in all of Major League Baseball. 11 most home runs in all of baseball. It's a good baseball team. I, I don't get it. So if you're asking me, like, how they beat the Yankees, like, I don't know who's going to show up. Because they got swept by the Tigers, and then they win two out of three against the Boston Red Sox. Against a pitcher in Evaldi that throws triple digits and was dealing before he came to Kauffman Stadium. And that lineup is ridiculous of the Boston. It didn't make sense. Like, none of that made sense. I mean, do the Royals know who's going to show up day to day? But, that, but like, that series didn't make sense. It was fun. Like, Friday night was fun. It was all fun until Monday gets hurt, and it's like, damn it. It's like stolen the thunder. When they, when they got back to 500, remember Monday got hurt that day? So, like, that was the talk instead of the celebration of this team getting back to 500. I mean, they just beat the Red Sox in a series for the first time since July of 2017. You know, the Red Sox had won six of seven at Kauffman Stadium. Now six of eight. They'd gone six straight at Kauffman Stadium. And then, of course, the Royals with a couple wins. They're great on Father's Day. I think they're 7-9. Their last uh, couple Father's Days. 
But I, I don't know. I can't tell you. Like, I, like the baseball doesn't make sense at times. Can the Royals beat the Yankees? Absolutely. This Yankees team, the Red Sox, let me put it this way. Red Sox are 43 and 29. Yankees are 38 and 33. Four and a half games back. Five games under 500. Uh, they did just come off of a nice series against the uh, Oakland A's, who are a good baseball team, a first-place baseball team, and they win two out of three, and for some reason they keep getting triple plays, and I can't explain that. Before that, they swept the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. So, you know, the Yankees are all up and down. I mean, it's a roller coaster team, but regardless, looking forward to watching the games. Coming up next, though, we'll take a look. I mentioned Denny Matthews. He explains why the Royals, what happened to this homestand between Detroit and then between what we saw against the Red Sox. Makes sense out of it, Denny. We talked to the, the well, Carrington talked to the voice of the Royals next. Baby at night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.